Blog Talk Radio. In five, four, three, two, one. Before I get started, if I shoot my guests, let's get this out the way. I might, I might forget, so let's get this out the way. Wrestling Trash brought to you by Back of Delivery's Memorial LLC. They put the D in delivery. 888 7122587. Backfacebook.com slash the backup plan app. You have a CDL license, you can drive trucks. Let them know. Back of Delivery's and Memorial LLC. They put the D in delivery. 888 my guest at this time, a fellow com uh, podcaster here, Josh Wynn. How you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. No problem. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. To, uh, last night, we lost, uh, it was kind of like a low blow, if you will. We lost the great Scott Hall. Oh, yeah. Oh, True pioneer in wrestling, man. True pioneer. And the story, man, just sucks because he was he was kicking death's butt left and right. I mean, man, death death had his dad threw his jabs in. Scott threw his jabs in. He was whooping death's ass good, and all of a sudden, death hit the low blow. And unfortunately, he fought the law. The law won. But man, Scott Hall left an impact on the wrestling world. Oh yeah, I was actually uh, going to be meeting him next month when he comes to one of these conventions here in uh, Michigan. But yeah. you know, yeah, man. Those of you who don't yeah. know, we're going we're going to go back in time. The year was 1996. I want to say 96, and I can't remember when. Where it was at uh, Bass of the Beach, 96. So you know, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Against Sting, Lex Luger, and the Macho Man—that's horrible. Randy Savage. So <laughs> I'm gonna give the whole. I'm gonna go into the whole thing. But at some point, Randy Savage knocks out Lex Luger. Knocks out so somebody knocks out Lex Luger. Okay, it's now Sting and Lex Luger. They wrestling is now two on two. Okay, so they're wrestling. Kevin and Nash is doing a pretty good job. Okay, so we get. I'm not gonna go through all this. We get down to Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sting, and the Macho, the Macho Man. At some point, out of nowhere, Hulk Hogan show up. Okay, we're gonna be all right. Hulk Hogan's here. It's all good. The red and yellow brother, wrong. He pushed the referee out the way. Leg drops. Randy Savage. Oh my God, he's the third man. Y'all, you gotta go back and check it out for the full story. It changed the game for wrestling forever. The NWO, the original NWO, the black and white NWO, changed wrestling forever. Forget your bad guys, forget your good guys. We're running this stuff. Oh, yeah. 
it was labeled hostile takeover match by the commentators. Oh, yeah. And the match was between the Outsiders, which were Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and their mystery partner. And they were mm-hmm. fighting Randy Macho Man Savage, Sting, and Lex Luger. It turns out that Hulk Hogan was the third member of the original NWO. And at the end of the whole thing, it came down to three men, three letters, and years of domination. Hell yeah. Check this out. The background here. Check this out. The reason why Hogan showed up that late, he was stuck in traffic. So, it would have been Sting had he not showed up in time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The show's almost over. The paper's almost over. Uh, We need Hogan to show up. Hogan in the traffic. At that time, with those cell phones like we have now, you can't call, can't send a text, hey, where you at? So, you had to wait. So, the internet is dialed up. You can't just email somebody. Shoot me an email. Hey, come over here. So you got to sit down and wait. Here comes Hogan. Leg drop. Boom. It's over. Now, this is the problem oh, yeah. at the same time. But I say it's very respectfully with members of Scott Hall. Uh, very respectfully as best I can. The problem with the NWO later on down the years around 2000, late 99, is too much of a good thing. It's not good for you. Every single week, DWO, DWO, DWO. Okay, it's getting tired. This is boring now. The red and white, the red, the red and Wolfpack, red and white was okay for a minute. Then you got the LWO, the Latino World Order. Then you got the uh, the Mitchell World Order. All these different world orders. Okay, let's, let's squash it like a bug. Let's, let's try to end this thing. Last member I have in DWO, Scott it was Kevin Nash versus Goldberg, I think. Goldberg, Diamond Dallas Page, one and two, for the contract with Scott Hall. Yep. It was uh, Goldberg and Nash for the contract of uh, Scott Hall, yeah. And that's when Scott Hall and Kevin Nash gave Goldberg his first loss. Mm-hmm. The, so, of uh, course, they had to cheat, but, you know. That that one's uh that one in ninety eight when they shot when they talk over that Tazus. That that's yeah. the first loss. This was on pay per view yeah. uh for the contract of Scott Hall. Scott Hall was around and for the contract of Scott Hall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like yeah. I said, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I know I, I get what you're coming at though. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Hall, you whether you when you roll with WWE, WCW, Impact Wrestling, you can't deny he left an impact in professional wrestling. Now, personal life, we're not going to touch that. But, uh, hey, he's a cool dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he, like many other wrestlers that we've lost, will be missed. Oh, uh, yeah. And I believe he's in the wrestling in the sky, heaven. So one day I believe we'll see him again. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And well, not all of us. School, school. Some of us will not. <laughs> uh, you had to go there. 
I, I, I get you though. Know, anyway, all my old school, older folks, all my mid nineties folks, you remember Scott Hall as one Razor Ramon. Oh yeah, yes, Razor Ramon. Oh yeah, he had some good feuds as Razor Ramon. I mean, Jeff Jarrett, the One Two Three Kid, who's now known as X Pac. I mean, he had some good matches. Gold Dust. I mean, you name it, he's had some good matches and good feuds in the WWE, known as Razor Ramon. Yes, sir, man. We always be ready for Mister. Remember, he's been, uh, of course, his Impact Wrestling days. The, the band, the NWO was known as the band in Impact Wrestling. Uh, they, I remember one match he had uh, faced Kevin Nash for, I believe it was uh, twenty five thousand dollars cash. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, well, when he was in Impact, though, he kind of, he had more along the lines of a clarity of what he wanted to do for that company than he did mm-hmm. when he was in WWE and WCW. Because when he was in WWE and WCW, it was more along the lines of, you know, A, this is either A, where the big boys play, or B, this is, you know, you're going to do your sports entertainment. Impact Wrestling when he came in there, it was more along the lines of, hey, I'm here to help the younger generation pass the torch, sort of say. And, uh, yeah, he he did a good job doing that, too. Y'all, y'all excuse Josh. He had worked, he worked, the poor brother worked all night, so I won't keep him long. But we'll, we'll, we'll make it funky. In the, all right. <laughs> I'm going to give you the – I'm trying to get to the juicy parts here. Kevin Nash's career, and for, y'all y'all know the story. Former a what a uh, four time kind of champion. I don't think he ever had gold in Impact Wrestling. Well, tag team champion Impact Wrestling, of course tag team champion WCW. Uh, one of the coolest wrestlers not to be world champion. Oh yeah, he 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 was on the caliber of world champion, but. I think behind the scenes things were kind of more along the lines of they had the top guys and he was the top guy, but they didn't see him as the top guy, which was a loss for everybody because I think he would have been one hell of a champion, world champion. Definitely, he would be. I'm gonna take you back. I'm gonna, we're gonna come back to Kev to Kev to Scott in just a moment. I'm gonna take you back. Uh, last, uh, I can't believe what I heard when Josh showed me this. He did not watch Young Rock season one at all, and I believe that <laughs> he has time off and he sit down and watch Rock season one. But in the meantime, all you guys waiting for season two to come out. You got good news for you. It's ready to go. It'll be available tomorrow on Peacock. So sit your tail down and watch. You know the Rock story. Now, now watch how it all unfolded. Ladies and gentlemen, season two of Young Rock. Give me give me uh, two minutes and we'll be with you in just a moment.
Hang on a second, y'all. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. All right. Young Rock is available. Season 2 Young Rock is available in the morning whenever you get the chance to sit down and watch it. No break. I see how it unfolds. You see Rock, Young Rock available on NBC and on Peacock. Josh wins with me. I won't keep him long. He's had a long day. This is whooping this walking, stubbing the butthole in it, walking it dry, poor, poor fella. Think of walking it dry, Josh. Here in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> what a beautiful state of Dallas, Texas. We're going to have a, well, it's supposed to be a, a, a talk show with Kevin Owens and special guest, the bald headed, beard swelling, finger gesturing, SOB, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah, yep. Stunner versus Stunner. This ain't gonna be a, a match. This ain't gonna be a talk show. This is gonna be a fight. Yeah, Austin Kevin Owens running his mouth not only about the about the state of Texas, but the good name, the good name of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Austin heard enough. I'm tired of this. You running your mouth. You be selling wolf tickets. It's time to whoop your ways. One hundred percent agree. Also say, you know what? I'll take this foot. If I can borrow from the rock one second, I, I'm shining up real nice. Turn that some t- sideways and fix sure your candy ends. On top of that, I'm going to give you a ride to the ho- hotel. Go to room number 316. Stunner, 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 stunner. Woo! Stunner, 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 stunner. All night long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stone Cold coming back is a big deal, even if it is just for one time. But the fact that it's in Texas, you can expect for the biggest can of whoop ass to be opened on anybody ever in existence. Yes, sir. It would be special if it was in uh, Steve Austin's hometown of, not hometown, but uh, his current residence of Del Rey. Not, well, not residence, but like in, in the area where he stay at, in Del, in, uh, via Del Rey, whatever, wherever he live at in Texas. But uh, I've heard that's that's some some of a desert or something like that. So it's gonna be Dallas, Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, I mean WrestleMania this year should be interesting for that, and then for all the other matches they have so far. And uh, I think this is gonna be, like I said, it's gonna be one of the more interesting ones because. Storylines have been drawn. People have been contacted. You never know what's going to happen, and you never know who's going to show up. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of the matches, check this out. It's a weekend worth of stuff. We're going to start Friday with uh, Stand and Deliver, NXT Stand and Deliver. Yon, uh, I'm going to say yawn. I've given up on NXT. I gave them a chance. They they, they fucked it up. Uh, Stand and Deliver Friday. With uh, SmackDown and the Hall of Fame, how we gonna pull that off? We got Stand Deliver, Hall of Fame, and SmackDown all rolled into one. Also, we got night two, night one of WrestleMania Saturday. We got Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul, Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin. Not gonna have the Corbin, Baron Corbin. The Usos and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boos. We got Queen Selena, Selena Vega, Carmella, 
Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan for the Tag Team Championships, Women's Tag Titles, Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Sami Zayn probably changed his phone number by now. If you can be calling them, stop. Pat McAfee <laughs> and Austin Theory. I mean, I'm coming back to that in a while. Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, Edge, AJ Styles, RK Bro versus we'll, we'll find out later. And, of course, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, first time in 10 years, unification match, winner take all. Oh, yeah. Well, this is going to be the end of the feud between Brock and Roman because by wrestling standards, they say four matches is the limit that they'll do with wrestlers. So we'll see, but it's going to be a good one. And uh, Little Birdie has said that uh, Johnny Knoxville has been getting trained by certain professional wrestlers that shall not be named right now, but may make an appearance during their match. Hmm. How much? And of course. And, of course, you got the ever-so-famous, is it going to happen or is it not going to happen, the rumored match that everybody wants, and that's Seth Rollins versus none other than the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Mm. Is it going to happen? We'll have to see. Well, I can't say no because anything can happen in world wrestling, so, you know, who would oh, ever yeah. thought that Randy Savage being the Hall of Fame? Whoever thought that we have uh we have Daniel Bryan back in wrestling and then go to AEW? Hell, whoever thought that Steam would come back to wrestling? Anything is possible in the world of wrestling. Oh yeah. Whoever would have thought that Bret Hart and Vince McMahon would have worked together again. Mm. Now that the the thing about wrestling Everyone's like, you know, it's the love of the sport. Yeah, it is. But the thing is, is it's like, do you want a full circle or do you want just do what you do and then go about your business? Bret Hart's situation with Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels came to be a full circle because they all eventually finally came to terms with everything that happened and they 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 made peace with it, and that's the best thing that people can do. Oh yeah. Well, unfortunately, one thing they would not be made peace with with the Hart family is any is any way, shape, or form their uh, involvement with having Owen Hart in any way, shape, or form attributed uh, whatever. That's that on the other on the right side, AEW is going to have the Owen Hart tuck, Owen Hart cup. I wish it was WWE, but hey, they, hope they don't hope they don't mess it up. AEW. Yeah, well, so the, the thing about that is, is like the 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 family of Owen Hart, not Bret Hart, not his brothers and sisters, but his wife, is what was stopping Owen Hart from being inducted into the Hall of Fame. After years and years and years of everybody from the top of the wrestling business all the way to the bottom of the wrestling business asking her 
to please allow this to happen. She kept saying no. And she says it wasn't about the money and it wasn't about this and it wasn't about that. But then you going to let a company that literally just started honor your husband because they cut you a fat check over eight figures. Mm. That's why it happened. Because they have money to just throw around and that's what they're doing. And I mean, it's, to me, it's a slap in the face, but I can't blame AEW because they just made the offer. But I can't blame the wife because the wife needs to be able to make a living or needs to be able to provide for her family. So who's to blame? That's kind of the the in-between. You can't blame either one of them, but to me, it's still a disrespectful thing because AEW ain't been around long enough to even pay tribute to anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's just my opinion, though. No, no, no it reminds me of Reminds me of let's let, let's say you had this question old you had this question old girl you had this question old girl you've been waiting years to make your move for years some dude come and boom they go together like bruh girl oh, yeah. all this time <laughs> all this time been knowing your tail that that's a different story that's a kind of personal but that that's the equivalent of that oh yeah oh yeah I mean. Luckily, and knock on wood, I, that's never happened to me every time that I've approached a woman. You know, I mean, I've been married for 13 years, well, with my wife for 13 years. So, I mean, we, uh, I, when it comes to stuff like that, you got to, I mean, life is a wrestling match. You just choose your own rules. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, man. I'll tell you this as well. I'm looking forward to it. Now, unfortunately, there's uh not fortunately I, I, I was gonna say there's this new guy on the scene what, yet again called C Y uh C Y Z control your the uh, C Y N control your narrative former WWE superstars Adam uh Adam what you call it can't pronounce his last name and and uh, EZ three are starting their own company. What's your opinion about it? You know, here's my thing. I'm a I'm a big advocate. I am definitely for wanting to start your own thing. I mean, I don't really see a problem with it, but the thing is is when you open something, you cannot expect it to be you know, like a 100 at one all at one time. It's going to be a process. Uh-huh. Now, they have had their first show, and their first show, I mean, it did good. But the thing is, is they have to keep at it, and then they're also going to have to keep going to other wrestlers that are not under contract and stuff like that. And eventually, it's going to become, in my opinion, something like AEW, where the inmates are going to run the asylum because you got all of the elite who are EVPs, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, you got – executive vice presidents that are also professional wrestlers that are still on active duty. And to me, that's a conflict of interest because if I go to work for AEW or, you know, like anywhere, any wrestling business, and I instantly know that, hey, I'm not going to get paid as much as these guys, but then I'm not also going to 
think it's fair that they also get a second check too. So that's what's mm-hmm. happening with this other. That's what's happening with this other wrestling company, is that uh, Adam Share and uh, EC3 and Karrion Cross, now known as Killer Cross, all three of them are now the EVPs of their own company. Now they don't have the financial backing of a Tony Khan or Vince McMahon, but they do have the financial backing of what they can put into the product. So they're, they're a, they're a goldfish in an ocean full of sharks, but I wouldn't be surprised if the underdog comes out on top and starts beating some of these other companies. I mean, I'm all for that. Well, speaking of the, well, former EVP, uh, Cody Rhodes. That's mean that Thanos once said, I believe it was an in. He said, "Look, you can live your failure. Now you, now you, come back to me. Could that be the case with Cody Rhodes?" Uh, here, here's my thing with Cody Rhodes. It's a tricky situation because he's been so quiet about what he's going to do in professional wrestling that. You can hear a pin drop whenever someone asks him about wrestling, and he just doesn't answer. He's been mm-hmm. posting nothing but family stuff and, you know, things of that nature. So, I mean, he's doing good. Is he under contract to AEW? Is he under contract to WWE? Only time can tell. I personally hope he's back with uh, WWE for the simple fact I think he deserves that that main title run in WWE. That's just my opinion, though. It's going to be a slow, slow dance. Cause I'll tell you right now, I will never be champion, world champion anywhere. It's going to be a slow, slow dance, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So slow of a dance that you think you're moving backwards. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's story time. Send this out. My my wonderful mother has found, I, I it, it take it has taken some convincing. I got tickets to WrestleMania. I hope you got your tickets as well. Last time with I brought my mom to WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania thirty. Y'all tell you something. My, my wonderful mother faced it to make it that she could, but she just I won't right after John Cena Bray Wyatt match when she tapped out. I think she I'm I'm I think she in the the lobby all that time. She in the car. Mind WrestleMania is three four three four hour show, mind you. Okay, I I, I mean she in the lobby somewhere. She in the car. That's a long time to be in the car. <laughs> Ladies, the point of all that, have fun, show up, have fun, have a good time. But for the love of God, please, please, please use the seating chart. You 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 want to get there, get comfortable. You've been there for three hours. You're comfortable. All of a sudden, you some dude, hey, you're in my seat. No, this is my seat. You want to take this outside? No, you you, you don't want to do that. You want to get there and be all, all comfortable, and you got to have a fight because somebody think you're in, in their seat. Use the seating chart. <laughs> That's what's going to happen later this year, too, because I'm going to Monday Night Raw when they come here to Michigan, and I'm also going to AEW when they come here to Michigan. Yes, sir. And of course, yeah, so. you're uh, you're in Detroit, so we, I'm, I'm about to say uh, I'm about to say you're going to see all parts of town. 
to see a possible town. But that being, I forgot he's in Chicago, Illinois, and that, that's gonna be a pop right there as always when CM Punk oh, yeah. Chicago with AEW. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually, believe it or not, and you know this this gets me a lot of heat from the fans and stuff like that, and people who listen to the shows and stuff. I am so over Daniel Bryan and CM Punk that I I don't care if they retire tomorrow. Wow. You had you know, no to me Oh yeah, to me they're nostalgia acts. Put them on a the screen and I'm guaranteed to be looking at my phone or talking to somebody else because I, I'm not really caring what they're doing right now. Mm. Yeah. And, and and that's a negative outlook on things and I'm a positive person, but I'm just like just like Braun Breaker, I can't get into that character because if I want to see him, I just watch old Steiner Brothers stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but that's just my opinion, though. I mean, uh, everyone has a right to their own opinion. Doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. Just means that's just the way I think. Well, it reminds me. Uh, for example, let's say. Let's say uh, they they do meet again this time at EW. So let's say let's go back to Hogan and Andre. They wrestled before, but you, you that old that old adage anything they did before a huge match like that never existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here here's the sad part: if it never like they say, you know, this is the biggest match they're ever going to have, the biggest meeting they've ever had, blah, blah, blah. If they say that, I can go back and compare the match that they're about to have with the match they had in WWE and tell you, like, the only thing AEW does different is they allow blood on their screen, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I, I look at AEW as, like, that. To me, AEW is a halftime show when WWE is the full show. Mm. And and that's just my opinion because, I mean, if you really look at it, all right, so let's take uh, Jade Cargill, phenomenal wrestler, very talented. But the only reason she's the champion that she is right now is because she went on social media and played AEW against themselves to make it to where she had no, they had no choice but to give her the title. And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, that's cool, but you want diversity. You want all this other stuff. Where's Jay Lethal? Jay Lethal, they made a big deal. Jay Lethal is now all elite. He's been regulated to their hour long show dark that no one really watches. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, take Keith Lee. The dude's had three matches, and, you know, they put him against two small guys, and then they put him in a ladder match. And they don't let him win the ladder match. They let Warlord win. Woodlord, whatever his name is. They let him win. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, why? If you want to build the characters you want to build, build them, but don't build them at the expense of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Man, by the uh, way, speaking of Jay Cargill and the blood, real quick. Uh, first of all, Jay Cargill is sexy ass. 
bruh, for when she did that kiss of death, I'm like, bruh, why can't that be me for one second? <laughs> you know what? I'm right there with you, but I didn't I didn't mind that kiss of death watching it. I didn't mind watching that neither, so <laughs> sure, I ain't complaining about it. And secondly, the blood man I know you're not a big old AEW fan, but how could you not how could you not like see a punk into when they started they started bleeding from the chains? That ain't ketchup, my friends. That's not a that's not a uh, blade. That's actual blood from their dang Well, here's the thing. That match that match was garbage. Do, do you know why that match was garbage? Why is this? Because of the ending of that match. Oh, wow. The way CM Punk won was straight garbage. Straight garbage. So, in my opinion, that match was garbage. Mm. Did they have good... They had good spots, yeah, but all in all, I mean, what's the difference between that and Undertaker and Shawn Michaels' first Hell in a Cell match? True, true. But the the thing is, is if you really look at it, they are also, they they do not complement each other in their wrestling styles. On the mic, sure, they're good on the mic. But wrestling each other, they're not. Also, if you really look at it, CM Punk has lost his stuff. He, throughout that entire match, he was late on almost every single one of his spots. Mm. You know, wow. I mean, we're wrestling fans. Give us what we want. Don't give us, you know, some old jalopy against some Ferrari. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but the, again, that's just my opinion. Just my opinion. You know, I'll tell you this. I got my phone. What's going on? Y'all, y'all see the echo. Now, I'll tell you this, man. There's a time when, when, uh, I've been missing it. I've been missing it. Oh, yeah. I've been missing it. Yeah. I'm going to take care of real quick. I know, you good. I mean, if you look at it, one of the best matches that had blood in it was Bret Hart Stone Cold where Ken Shamrock was the uh, referee. For the simple fact, as Bret Hart was having Stone Cold in the sharpshooter, everyone was like, he passed out only for fake. No, he really passed out. Stone Cold passed out from mm-hmm. loss of blood. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I mean, they're all like, oh, it's just all a show. Yeah, it's all a show, but sometimes some real stuff does happen. Yeah, and man, they also. I want to talk about it real quick. Austin, we passed out. When Austin passed out. That blood. My God! First of all, the blood was him. He got some some was it a chair or something. Yep, he got hit in the head with a chair from Bret Hart. Okay, that's where the blood came from. But Austin passed. The he passed. He passed out. That's oh, yeah. why he passed out. He was like. I ain't, I wish I would tell about this sucker. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Austin me the right. he is. Screw you, Brett. I'm going to fight to the end. And he passed out. So the wrestling world passing out. Oh, yeah. It just keeps tapping out. 
Oh, yeah. That match actually was only supposed to be a 10-minute match, and it wound up being a 15 to, uh, not a 15, like a 20 to 25-minute match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but, it, I mean, it was a good match. But, I mean, if you want blood, I mean, yeah, I I like I like a hardcore match. I like a match where people get busted open and stuff. But I just don't see a reason to have it happen Every single week. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Take care of somebody. Oh, yeah, you good. Yeah, and, and let's let's go on from the blood. Let's go to Keith Lee again. Dude was definitely misused in WWE. Goes to AEW, and now they're just feeding him to Team Taz. I think that's just idiotic. Mhm. Yeah, it, it, I mean, to me, you don't. You don't feed somebody the caliber of Keith Lee to anybody. You let Keith Lee do his thing, you're guaranteed to have more seats and butts, or butts and seats, and you're guaranteed to have more money in pockets. Mhm. Yeah, but again, just my opinion. Talk real quick about uh, the first look match you saw with the loser ring. My first match, actually, my first match where there was blood was not even televised. It was at the Michigan State Fair, and it was the Iron Sheik wrestling some local talent, and the Iron Sheik busted him open with a punch to the head, and the blood just started coming out profusely, and... The match, the referee tried calling the match, and then the Iron Sheik literally knocked out the referee. And they just, the, the Iron Sheik just started going crazy on this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until it got broken up. But that was my first match where I saw blood. But my favorite match where I saw blood, I'm going to say, it wasn't a lot of blood, but it was some blood, was the hell in a cell between the Undertaker and Mankind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you can take a kicking and swallow your tooth and it go through your nose and come out your nose, you know you've been through a hell of a match. Nick Foley, that's one tough SOB, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Nick Foley yeah, has I mean, rules about uh, ambulance rides. Like, I, I, gonna, I remember this more than, I, I, like, I won't do an ambulance ride more than once. More than once. So, no, that's a stretcher ride. I refuse to go switch twice. Some, uh, some, some I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, the thing with Mick Foley is he knew with his, I mean, he says it all the time in all his interviews and stuff. He knew that with his looks and his, his, you know, the way he is and stuff like that. He had to make himself different or else he wasn't going to stand out. He, mm-hmm. in my opinion, him and Terry Funk revolutionized the hardcore match. Yeah, and, and if it were, if there was the Mick Foley, there would be no hardcore matches, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah, that's just my opinion, though. Yeah. Yeah, but it, but I mean it, it's all good. I mean I like a good match though. So 
It says facts. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank uh, Josh Wynn for having me on, for, ha- for being on the show with me. I know he's tired, exhausted. But we're going to have him, definitely have him like, on next time. In the meantime, everybody, have a great night. We'll see you next time on Wrestling Tracks. Peace out, everybody. Later. Thank you, Josh. All right, no problem. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right.